This is the Carl DeBasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to the Call of the Monster Sports Board presented to you by Orthopedics. They're doctor-led and patient-focused right here on WSEG. And, of course, it's all now part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Hey, it's Saturday morning. It's it's local uh, sports, and it's May 3rd already. It's Kentucky Derby Day. That was a big part of my family when I was growing up. My dad was into the horses. And, uh, once again, every time that first weekend of May comes in here, I just think about horses and re- horse racing, Kentucky Derby, and, uh, once again, it's great to be around. It's great to be here another week, and we're just talking local sports. And as I say every week, we have a great lineup. We play two here. Yes, we go two hours, two games. First game is from 9 to 10, and the second game is from 10 to 11. And I have a great lineup for you. We're going to be talking in the first game, in the first hour, about 9.17, to the Savannah Shamrock treasurer and team captain of the undefeated Savannah Shamrocks, who are playing up in North Carolina right now in the national championships of the uh, rugby tournament, the USA Rugby Tournament. Uh, it's pre-recorded. The man couldn't be here. Once again, he's the captain. Game starts at 11 o'clock. But we'll be listening to the pre-recorded interview with the treasurer, the captain from the Savannah Shamrocks, Matt Midget. Then about 9.33, we'll come back with the columnist, Stephen Elmo Weeks. Uh, I mean, this guy's all over the place. Last week, he's doing the, uh, the, the, you know, the Gator Golf Tournament to raise money for dancing for the Georgia Stars and our local Alzheimer's chapter. Then he, he, Thursday night, he's at the UGA Day with the, uh, the, uh, Athletic Alumni, the Alumni Association for Georgia, here in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and then and then Monday, he's got the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame, which he's on the board of that. This man is all over the place. We thought Frank Sikaski was busy. Well, Stephen Elmo Weeks, he's all over the place, and he does a great job. He'll be on in the, in the third quarter. Then we'll close out the first hour. Now, if you're listening, we're going to give away two tickets, free tickets, tomorrow to the Atlanta Braves. San Francisco Giant game. You'll be going with Kevin Thomas, the host of 3 and Out, the show that's on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hillhead, every day, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. It's free tickets, free bus ride. Uh, PJ Zuko, the man down there in Brunswick who's running the show, he'll have more information for us. I hope he does because I just sprung this on him. So, uh, But once again, we have two tickets for the Atlanta Braves. San Francisco Giants game tomorrow in Atlanta. They're free. You got to meet the bus right there on Dean Forest Road. I mean, free tickets. Atlanta Braves. You can take a guest with you. We'll get more information. That'll be in the fourth quarter of the first hour and the last quarter of the show. Uh, we want someone to win. Now, now, you can call us at 920-4441, okay, when we go to that segment and get the tickets. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll give you a little trivia question. Listen to the show. It's going to be related to this morning's show. And uh, you can win two tickets to the Braves game. In the second hour, the second game from 10 until 11, we'll open up with high school sports, high school scores, college scores, pro scores. Then we'll go in to the Wetherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week at 1017 with the Richmond Hill Standout Track Star. Just sign a scholarship. 
track scholarship for Savannah State, and that's Corey Jones. Then at 10.31, 10.32, we'll come back with a young man who first won his first Major League Baseball game, 21-year-old right-handed starter for the Savannah Sanats, Ricky Knapp. And that's the show, and it's 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 always a lot of fun being here every every Saturday morning talking about local sports. It's beautiful outside. Get out there. You can play some golf, play some tennis. Get out there and throw the ball around with your kid, okay? Uh, just get out there and do something sports-related. Savannah, Georgia has the perfect weather for it. So uh, to the scoreboard, Atlanta Braves lose 2-1, to one, lost four in a row. Uh, they lost to the Giants. Uh, Angel Pagan greeted Braves left-hander Mike Miner back first for a start, uh, making his debut with a leadoff home run. And then Michael Morse added another solo shot in the sixth inning. Those two home runs provided enough runs for Tim Linscombe to win his second game for the Giants, okay? And then, of course, the Giants' bullpen hold on. Then the Savannah Sandats, first place. They won last night over the Roan Braves. The Nats sent, tonight, the Nats send Savannian. Right-handed pitcher John Michael Gant. He's 2-1, 3.0. The Sandats play tonight at 6.05. The gates open up at 5 o'clock. There'll be fireworks after the, after the game. Once again, we got Savannian-born John Michael Gant on the mound for the Sandats. They uh, beat Rome last night 2-1 there in first place. They're 18-8. and eight. All right, let's go to the high school scoreboard. Now I'm rushing it. I want to get these high school kids some due. Baseball, baseball, baseball all over the place. And we had a lot of teams win two games. They don't have to play a third game today. Uh, we were well represented in the state playoffs yesterday. And we're victorious in a lot of these series. And there are two series going to a third game today. Let's start in the Class A Georgia High School State Association private school playoff. Savannah Christian knocks off Brookstone in the first game 9-1. Come back, they came back. The Red Raiders come back and win the second game 6-3. First Presbyterian beats Calvary Day School 9-3. But the Cavaliers come back and win the second game 13-3. So we'll have game three today at 1 o'clock at First Presbyterian. Cavaliers looking to stay in the state playoffs. In double A, the machine is rolling. Benedictine beats Lamar 10-0. In the first game, comes back and wins seven to two in the second game. Little payback for Lamar knocking him out the last two years in the football playoffs, but BC rolling on. Islands High School, Sweet Sixteen. First they make the state playoffs for the first time, and then they knock off a number one seed, the Thompson Bulldogs. They travel up to outside Augusta. They win the first game five four. They held on in the last inning. They were up five one. Austin Leggett though. Got the deal done, and then in the second game, Charlie Harrell, only a sophomore, pitches a complete game, one nothing shutout. Once again, it got a little scary there in the last inning. Loaded the bases with one out, then strikes out the next two batters for the win. Islands High School going on to the state, Sweet 16 and AAA baseball. In 4A, I got to find the score for you. South Effingham took on Chris County. Did not have a score as of 11 o'clock last night. Been running around today trying to, you know, get everything set up for the show today, so I'll find a score before we finish out. Uh, in 5A, Richmond Hill sweeps Northside Columbus 3-2, 3-0. Effingham splits with Hardaway 6-4 in the first game. They win. The Rebels win the first game. Second game, they lose 13-1. They'll play today at noon in the if game. Soccer. Once again, soccer big time going on around here. Let's go to yesterday's action. Of course, we have to go to the uh, girls' action last night because... Mainly all the girls played last night. Savannah Arts Academy beats Waco, Washington County 10 nothing. Number one seed in 3A. They go into the Sweet 16. Islands High School. First playoff win for the Lady Sharks in soccer. They beat Dodge County 7 nothing. And then Savannah Country Day, uh, one of the perennial private A, uh, class uh, A private schools that is very good in soccer. They beat Lamar Christian 4 nothing. They're going to the quarterfinals. All right, in track. 
I got to give a shout out to these young ladies. They've won gold and one girl, won the silver, but it's something that needs to be recognized. Savannah Christian sophomore, Selma Henley, who was also on the show last year as one of our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic athletes of the week. She won the Georgia High School State Association Class A high jump at five feet one inches. Second year in a row, she defended her title. Then Savannah Christian's Caitlin Helt won the state title in the 800 meter run in two minutes and 23 seconds. Savannah Christian's Maya Cooper took second in the 100-meter dash with a 12.29 uh, run. Not too bad for a high school uh, high school athlete to run the 100-meter uh, dash in 12.29, and that's a lady. In double A, once again, this girl is a track star. She's only a softball also, just like uh, Summer Henley from Savannah Christian. Taylor Deloach wins the long jump. At the class double A state track meet with a jump of 18.5. And according to Dennis Knight, the Savannah Morning News beat prep sports report writer, that's the fifth best in the United States this year. She's even jumped farther than that in her career. So, uh, way to go, Tell Deloach. Way to go, ladies, for uh, bringing home three goals and a silver from the state track meets. Now, the guys go next weekend. All right. We'll have guys' results next weekend in tennis. South Effingham is 20-2. and two. This is the guys' team. They beat Eagles Landing 4-1. They play Marist at 5 o'clock Monday in Macon in the semifinals. In Class AAA, Savannah Arts Academy beats Dodge County 5-0 in girls. Savannah Arts Academy will play St. Pius next week in the semifinals. In Single A, the boys, Savannah Country Day beats Athens Academy 3-1. They're 18-3. The Hornets will play next Tuesday at a site to be determined to be determined against the winner of Holy Innocence, Mount Parian. Colleges. Armstrong Atlantic State is at Belmont Ab no, sorry, Armstrong Lake State is home against Belmont Abbey to wrap up the season. And then they got the Peach Belt Conference next week. Uh, Savannah State Softball is at South Carolina State. Savannah State Baseball is home today against Bethune Cookman. They will be honoring their seniors. So it's senior day out there at Savannah State. PGA, Brian Harmon, I don't know if he made the cut. I know, uh, he was at even par. The leader was at nine under. I'll check that out for you. Maybe Stephen Weeks will have some uh, update on that. Uh, Gene Sowers was in the Seniors Champions Tour. But uh, basically, uh, that's the scoreboard. There's so much going on, and I'm sorry I rushed through it. And I know I'm going 50 miles an hour here. You know, that's the New Yorker in me. But uh, just so much. Um, catch my uh, Facebook page, the Carl Demasi Sports Report. At Facebook page, I got all the scores up there, all the news I can put up there. KD Sports Report. Give me a tweet. Uh, we're on the Internet at ESPNCoastal.com. We're all over the place. Well, let's wrap this up. Quarter number one is done. First game. Remember, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. Remember, they're doctor-led but they're patient-focused. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optimhealth, that's O-P-T-I-M, optimhealth.com. Next up, we're going to talk a little Savannah Shamrock Rugby Football. Uh, am I allowed to call football? I don't know. I don't know if Matt Midget would like that, but it, this will be with Matt Midget, the treasurer and the captain of the undefeated men's Savannah Shamrock team. They finished 11-0 this year. Once again, they're up in North Carolina playing the national championships. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. to the Carl DeMoss.
Fantasy Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl Damasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Call of Damasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Well, this uh, next uh, story relates to a club that is now an institution here in Savannah, Georgia. It was started in 1978, and that's the Savannah Shamrocks. They put on our St. Patrick's Rugby Tournament every year. They bring in thousands of people, and, you know, it's a great story. And they will be honored... With the M.A. Spellman Award given out to a uh, organization that makes a impact or a uh, contribution to the to the city in an indirect way, but it's related to sports. And once again, the Savannah Shamrocks men team they they finished eleven and zero on April twelfth. They won the uh, South Georgia Eastern Rugby Championship against the Athens team. They're up in. Charlotte, North Carolina, playing for the South Regionals. They're playing Gainesville out of Florida uh, at 11 o'clock. Just a great story and a great interview with the man that's been a big part of this organization for the last four years, and that's the treasurer and the captain, Matt Midget. So here is Matt Midget telling us about the Savannah Shamrock Rugby Club. I'm here with the treasurer and the captain of the Savannah Shamrocks Rugby Organization, and that's Matt Midget. And, you know, like I said before, they were playing in a national tournament today up in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And, uh, you know, he, he's done a great job with the uh, Shamrocks. He's been part of it for four years. And, uh, you know, it, it's just something that Savannah can be proud of. You know, we have the stereotypes. We hear rugby. We hear about different, you know, we get different thoughts of what these guys are like. But I'm telling you, watching the rugby tournaments, uh, being at establishments where these guys go and girls go, where the teams go after they play, they're not as rowdy and as rough as everybody thinks they are. It's a sport. Rugby is a sport, and they take it seriously. And over the last... 10, 15, 20 years, and Matt can go further into this. They take the sport seriously now. It's not just a bunch of guys getting together and having a good time. Well, let's talk to Matt Midget now. Matt Midget is now a Savannian. He's been here for four years, and uh, he enjoys uh, playing the game of rugby. And uh, just a funny experience. Matt and I did the uh, CW broadcast of high school football games, and uh, I wasn't allowed to compare football to rugby when we were on TV, but it was a lot of fun. He knew, he knew I was kidding around and just a good time. But, but tell everybody about Matt Midget. How did you wound up in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, what made you gravitate to uh, the sport of uh, rugby here in Savannah, Georgia? Uh, well, I, I got down to Savannah uh, after working in Atlanta for about a decade, and I had an opportunity for work to come down here and brought me closer to my, my mom and dad that are over in, in Claxton, Georgia, where I graduated from high school, and, uh, and I picked the sport of rugby up at the University of Georgia while I was there for undergrad, and I, I was looking for something to do competitively, a, a team sport that I could do after I had finished at high school, and uh, I ran into a couple of guys at the gym, and they, you know, they kind of just recruited the, the really hard at the gym and everything like that at the Ramsey Student Center in, in Athens, and Finally got convinced to go out there and give it a try. I thought maybe at that time I, I wasn't the right size to do it. I think I was probably about 150 pounds at the time, being about six foot tall. Uh, you can imagine a pretty skinny guy going out there and hearing rugby thinking, let me just protect myself as best I could. And I, I realized rather quickly it was a sport that involves all body types, similar to football. I mean, you have guys that are these big hulking athletes that 
um, look like offensive linemen or defensive linemen, and, and they have a spot and a role to play on the on the field in rugby, just like guys that would look like wide receivers and cornerbacks. And uh, the thing that I, I loved most about the game was that you didn't have to specialize too much. It, it's more to me like comparing soccer and basketball to me is a better comparison to rugby because um, – and a split second on a turnover, you're now on defense, and you're not. You don't shuffle off the field because you lost the ball, like you do in football. You you get a chance to hit the guys that have been hitting you, and uh, and it's you know it's fair play back and forth. So I, I like the game. It's it's 80 minutes long. It only stops for halftime, or if God forbid there's an injury, and even then the injury stops are usually just long enough to get the guy off the field, get him taken care of, and if he's able to come back within a short period of time, if it's something simple like a a cut or anything like that we can get patched up they can get back out on the field but um, the play and the substitution rules are more like soccer where if you if you leave the field that's it so you got to have the fitness to go for 80 minutes um, and uh, unlike soccer you got to be ready to pick yourself up off the ground after each and every hit well you know it's 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 an iron man sport you don't come off the field you're out there and like you said the only time you come off you're hurt and if you come hurt if you come off the field it's like soccer you don't go back in so you, you got to love the game because it's physical and like you said I like watching it because like you said you turn around now guys have been beating on you now you get to be back on them or you know be physical with them and it, you know that's what makes the sport you know intriguing I don't know all the rules but it's a great sport to watch I mean it's where f- American football came from so it's the basis now let's talk about the Shamrocks the Savannah Shamrocks I mean big award Monday night. You're getting the M.A. Spellman Award. Uh, this goes to a group or organization that has made an impact through sports in an unconventional but an undeniable manner. And I'm telling you, in 1978 when this all started, I mean, that this, this sport has, uh, you know, uh, has brought people to Savannah. People gravitate to Savannah because of rugby. Yeah, it's a great honor. Uh, very thankful that uh, the, the Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame would would do that for us, and I think it really what I enjoy most about it is it recognizes not really us as an athletic group, but um, you know it ties in because it is the the Hall of Fame there for athletics, but it, it focuses more on our social contributions, the things that the club and and myself being on the board along with our president Sean Coburn uh, and the other members of the board that have really tried to make a focus off the field of of just giving something back. I mean, the city really does help us out. I can't think of another club anywhere in the state of Georgia or anywhere in the southeast where the city actually loves their club just as much as they do here in Savannah. Uh, the, the city comes out, they line our fields, they erect our goalposts so that we can play games on Saturday. They do all of the work for lining the fields and, and getting the goalposts up and everything that we need for the tournament. And we, we run eight fields out there over a weekend. Um, just that kind of, of recognition in the fact that Savannah as a, as a – City really likes the club. Uh, we always wanted to give back to the city in any way we could uh, for years now. Ever since I've been a part of the club, we've always done an annual Christmas toy drive uh, with Memorial Hospital and the, the Children's Hospital over there. I think that's a, a big a big point. A lot of the guys and girls on the team, we come out hard. We have fun. We go out to Target for a night, and we just kind of go on an all-out shopping spree for the kids. We usually have a party that night and just have a big present wrapping party. And the last few years, we've been able to actually go deliver the toys, play with some of the children who weren't too sick or anything like that. But we sit down and play video games with them for a day and put together puzzles with the little ones and stuff like that. That's That was a big focus. I know it started a few years ago. And then even more recently now, when we look to 
pay to reserve some some lit fields for practice fields. We went out of our way and, and went ahead and gone with the Salvation Army over on B Road. Um, for about two years, we've used their practice facility so that we can have some night practices with a field that's got floodlights. And the reason we went with them was because it was, again, it was a, a program that was doing good in the community. If we were going to spend money anywhere, that's what we wanted to kind of spend the, the money on. Um, in addition to that, we do a sevens tournament, which is the version of rugby that's now going to be in the Olympics coming up in Rio, um, where it's a seven-on-seven game. We do a tournament here in Savannah, and it's always been a, a thank you tournament. We call it Gratis Sevens, um, and we do it for free for the teams that come down to our St. Patrick's Day tournament. Just as a reminder, come check out Savannah in the summer, get out to Tybee. Um, and the only thing we ask instead of an entry fee, which is pretty common now for these tournaments around the Southeast where they would pay 200 to $250 to enter in the tournament, we ask them to bring 100 to $200 worth of canned goods. Um, or dry food goods, and then we donate those the last couple of years to the uh, Second Harvest here, the food bank in Savannah. And it's just another way for us to – we're fortunate. We're a club that gets to put on one of the biggest tournaments in the entire United States with the St. Patrick's Day tournament. I think last year it was the third largest tournament put on in the United States, the second largest on the East Coast, um, one of the few that's surrounded – around an event like St. Patrick's Day is. So it even it makes all these teams from Minnesota, uh, upstate New York, uh, throughout the entire Midwest, they want to come down and be a part of it. And it generates it generates profit for the club, but we want to make sure that, you know, we're not doing this to, to make money. We like that we can give back. And one of the few times in coming up here now is this trip to Charlotte is a way for the club uh, through making that money for the tournament is going to help to sponsor a lot of the guys' travel arrangements up to Charlotte. Well, I mean, you know, this. I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3, and now in Hilton Head. And we're talking to Matt Midget, the treasurer and the captain of the undefeated Savannah Shamrock team this year, who's playing in the playoffs uh, national championships today. And this is pre-recorded, and uh, I had to fit him in here because I wanted to do this. But just like Matt was just saying, I mean, it started out in 1978. Tom Nelson and Carl Schumacher probably didn't know what to expect, and that's coming exactly from Stephen Weeks' great article in the Savannah Morning News on Thursday. So it's not an organization that just goes out there to have fun and play, hang out, have a good time, play uh, rugby. They're giving back to our community, bringing in a lot of money, and they're giving back. And, uh, you know, another thing is, uh, not many people notice, but Matt's wife now, Julie Boggs Midget, uh, that's how they met. Through rugby. So it's ironic that you also have, you make relationships with the girls' teams, and the girls' teams are just as good. I mean, they're, they're nationally known. So let's give a little uh, little love out there to the ladies, especially your wife, too. Yeah, she's been doing a great job. Um, she's retired from playing here the last couple of years and, and then took on the role as the head coach for the women's team. Uh, in Savannah, when we play 15 on 15, which is the traditional rugby union that we do play, um, we play sevens in the summer, but she, she started coaching that team. They have a joint combined team with the Charleston women's team. And so when they play games, their home games on Savannah soil, they go by the Savannah Shamrocks. When they, they play in Charleston and play on that home club soil, they go by the Charleston Hurricanes. But they, uh, they've qualified for regionals. They're at the exact same level as the men's team is this year. Their regional tournament's going to be held in Augusta. Uh, they're playing today. Um, and they'll play again tomorrow if they're successful, and they're on the same path to the national tournament as well. So I can't be more proud of, of, of my wife. Uh, she's doing a great job. The, the club has really come a long way. The playing style that they're using is a lot more attractive to watch. They're, they're playing a lot 
better as a team, and they've she's made the effort to go all the way to Charleston often now on a weeknight sometimes to go there and host the practices there, making sure that the girls are getting the same coaching both in Savannah and Charleston. It's difficult when you've got half your team in one city and the other half the team is two hours away, but but she's very committed to doing it. She's she's always been probably the most committed person um, just to the sport of rugby that, I, that I've actually I've ever met. Um, she's always wanted to, to do the best she can for women's rugby and then just rugby in general. She's always been on the board even before there was kind of an official recognized women's club here in Savannah. She was already one of the only women on the board uh, here for the men's club. And so I, I'm very proud that, of her and of their team. They're going to be taking on, on some tough teams. I think they played Nashville in the first round of their playoffs in Augusta. And if they're successful, they'll take on a winner in the semifinals between one of the Atlanta women's clubs and another uh, club out of Louisiana. All right, I know, you know, we're coming up to the two-minute drill here. Once again, I'm Carl Demasi. I'm talking to Matt Midget, the treasurer, captain of the Savannah men's rugby team. Uh, they're in the national uh, championship uh, tournament today up in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, it's not too late, and I know you've always told me this. We, we said it on, on the TV when we were doing high school football, but people can always be part of this organization. So if someone's interested in joining, how do they go about it, Matt? Always, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, that goes for the men and women that are interested in it. We practice out at Forsyth Park. That's, again, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The women practice by the tennis courts in Forsyth Park. The men practice just on the other side by the basketball courts. We get started at 6 o'clock for the men, 6.30 for the women. Um, just come out there with a, with an interest in learning a new sport. Everybody out there will teach you what you need to know. Um, it's unlike any other sport you've ever played. There are a lot of comparisons to football or, or soccer. It's a different sport, and it takes some time to, to, to get the hang of it. And just like you said, you may have watched it a few times, and, and you still kind of scratch your head at whatever the, the penalties and the rules are in the game. You don't need to know those things to come out and play, uh, much like when you first picked up any other sport. Come out. I think it's something that's very enjoyable. Uh, if nothing else, you're going to get a great fitness out of it. Uh, most of the guys do this and, and found this. If they didn't find it in college, they came out because it was a better alternative than joining a gym. And that's that's what we do. I mean, it's it's a very it's fitness oriented. It's a tough sport. It requires people to play hard. But we have a great time off the field as well, too. I think most all these guys would consider the other guys, and for the women as well, would consider some of their best friends here in Savannah just happen to be teammates that they met through rugby. Well, Matt, you know, I'm a Savannian now. Uh, you know, even though I, I'm a deep New Yorker, and I know you come from Claxton and the Pecan Grove and everything else, but I'm telling you right now, Savannah – I mean, rugby, the Savannah Shamrocks have put rugby on a map, and you've put Savannah on a map. You guys do a great job. Keep up the great work. And I, I look forward to seeing you Monday night at the uh, Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame Banquet. You guys deserve the M.A. Spellman Award. Uh, great job. Keep it up. And uh, you know what? Tell Julie I uh, send my regards, and uh, hopefully you guys will bring home a championship. Yeah, I'll do that. Hopefully on Monday we'll have a, a Southeastern Regional Championship uh, trophy for you guys to take a look at. That's our goal. Um, and, and hopefully if we do that, then we'll be planning our trip for Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and the, the Eastern Regionals uh, in just two weeks after this. So, Well, best of luck. Thanks for taking the time for doing this, and uh, once again, uh, go Shamrocks. Yeah, thanks for having me. Go Shamrocks. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, presented to you by Optum 
Orthopedics. Their doctor-led and patient-focused right here on WSEG. And, of course, it's all now part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Next up, for the columnist, Stephen Elmo Weeks. Uh, I mean, this guy's all over the place. Last week, he's doing the, uh, the, the, you know, the Gator Golf Tournament to raise money for Dancing for the Georgia Stars and our local Alzheimer's chapter. Then he, he, Thursday night, he's at the UGA Day with the Athletic Alumni, the Alumni Association for Georgia here in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and, then, and then Monday, he's got the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. This man is all over the place. We thought Frank Sikowski was busy, while Stephen Elmo Weeks, he's all over the place, and he does a great job. Good morning, Stephen. How's it going? Okay, a little technical difficulty there. We were going to talk with Stephen Weeks, and uh, Stephen's in charge, or he's one of the uh, board directors, Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. They got a bunch of guys going in on uh, Monday night, May 5th, uh, at the Civic Center. The Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame will induct the class of 2014, which are four former athletes, as well as honoring the 2014 Lawton M. Calhoun Award winner, the M.A. Spellman Award winner. Additionally, the Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame will honor the best high school athletes in football, boys and girls basketball, volleyball, boys and girls soccer. And joining us now to tell us more about it is Stephen Weeks. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, Carl. How are you? You're the man that can tell us about the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. Go to it, buddy. Yeah, um, I don't have a lot of time this morning, Carl. My daughter's first communion is about is in about 30 minutes, so I'm just going to go really quick. Um, we're inducting a terrific class this year. Our athletes are Jerry Templeton, great baseball football player at uh, BC, Billy Phillips, uh, who was terrific uh, football player, commercial high school, played at the uh, University of Georgia with Fran Tarkenton on the freshman team, and and had a big impact there. Also a wonderful softball player, one of the best softball players of all time. A guy named Ricky Huggins from Savannah, who was so good they named a bat after him that uh, you could buy all over the country, you know, back in the 80s and 90s. And then also we're going to induct a guy named Sam Stewart as an athlete who was widely considered the Jackie Robinson of Savannah. He was the first African-American player in the Oglethorpe Baseball League, which is a semi-professional league here in Savannah for a long time. Our Citation Award winners will be Joseph O'Loughlin, who is, uh, was a fixture at Bacon Park for a long time. He mentored a lot of people on the golf course. He also holds the course record at Bacon Park on the original 18 of 63. Another guy named Chip Grayson, who everybody knows. Uh, Chip was the president of the Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. He served on the Savannah Sports Council for a long time. He's had an enormous influence on sports uh, in our area. He's opened a lot of doors, and he's supported so many wonderful events and organizations and uh could not think of a more worthy uh person to induct for uh for, for a citation than ship our ma spellman award winner is the savannah shamrocks rugby club everybody loves the st patrick's day rugby tournament in daffin park it's it's become a tradition it's a big part of our annual st patrick's day uh season and they brought hundreds of thousands of people into savannah over the past 30 years they've donated you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to charity, and they've really represented the city terrifically well, you know, ever since they were founded in 1978. And then the Lawton and Calhoun Award winner should be no surprise to anyone. Brad Stewart from Benedictine is certainly just a, uh, a special athlete and a special young man of great character that uh, we feel tremendously blessed to be able to give this award to someone that is Going to make our city very proud. I have a few, I have a feeling that Mr. Stewart's uh, future uh, is very bright in athletics and in really anything else he does. He's just a wonderful young man, and obviously a terrific athlete. Uh, he's good at you know 
had a wonderful year in football. Uh, season was shortened in basketball, but still averaged a double-double during the 14 games that he played. And then, of course, he's already proven to be a, a, a five-tool player in baseball. So that's our class of 2014. I hate to cut this short call, but I've got to go into church to see my daughter take her first communion. Stephen, always a pleasure, and I'll talk to you Monday night. Take care, man. Thanks for coming on. That's Stephen Weeks, the columnist. Stephen L.O. Weeks, he writes a daily column, sorry, a weekly column for the Savannah Morning News, does a great job. And like I told you, he's been running around all over the place. He did the Gator Golf Classic on Monday for the Alzheimer's Association chapter here in, in Savannah for the Dancing with the Georgia Stars. He had the UGA Alumni Association night, the UGA Day here, talking to Michael Fox and uh, Mark Richt. Uh, sorry, Mark, Mark Fox and Mark Richt uh, Thursday night. Great article in Savannah Morning newspaper. He writes an article every week or had it one every day this week about the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame, so just catch up on it. He's all over the place. I thought I was a busy guy. I thought Frank Skolkowski was a busy guy. This man's a busy guy, and he's on the board of directors of the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame, which their banquet is Monday night. Um, if you want to attend, it's at the Civic Center. Uh, it's $25. Uh, remember, they're going to honor all the people he talked about. They're going to honor local high school athletes uh, in football, basketball, volleyball, soccer, baseball, and softball. Tickets are $25 a piece. Uh, as, as of right now, I know you can show up and pay for it at the door because I called up because i got to get my ticket. I, I will be there. And uh, once again, uh, that's Monday night. May 5th, that's this coming Monday, at the Savannah Civic Center on the, uh, I think, in the, the banquet or the ballroom. And it's going to be a great time. All right, if you're listening, in the next segment, the last quarter of the first hour, we will be giving away two tickets, I know it's short notice, to the Atlanta Braves-San Francisco Giants game tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon, at Turner Field. Okay, and stay tuned and listen. The phone lines are open. I'm going to throw out a trivia question out there, and you can win those two tickets. You can bring yourself for the guest, okay? And it'll be with Kevin Thomas, the host of our daily radio talk show, Three and Out, every day here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, with Matt Osborne and DJ Bennett. And you'll be going with Kevin to watch the Braves take on the Giants. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optimopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimorthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> Call Demasi and put me in, Coach. PJ Zuko, put me in, Coach. And that's it. We're listening, or you're listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And it's all presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. They're doctor-led, patient-focused. Used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center. Now it's Optum Orthopedics right there at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in Savannah, Georgia. Well, I got a call. We uh, have uh, two tickets to the Braves game. Yes, they're on a losing streak. Uh, they got a big game today. Uh, hopefully, uh, Tehran can break that four-game losing streak. They'll play tomorrow at 1.30 against the Giants. And if you can call in at 912-920-4441 and tell me what was the original nickname of the first 
Atlanta Braves franchise way back when, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's way back when, you'll get those two free tickets, and I'll give you multiple choice. Was it the Red Sox, the Red Stockings, or the Beaners? The Red Sox, the Red Stockings, or the Beaners? Just give me a call, 920-4441, and we'll tell you if you got those two tickets tomorrow. You have to meet on uh, Dean Forest Road about 7.15, 7.30 tomorrow morning. It's a great trip. You'll be hosting it. Uh, you'll be traveling with Kevin Thomas, host of our daily show, Three and Out. So, you know, just... Let me know who the winner is, and you get two free tickets, and P.J. Zuko will take all your information, and uh, you get to go to a Braves game. You'll get on the bus and go with the whole crew that is going up there. So uh, hopefully uh, P.J. will help us out there. P.J., uh, how are we doing with our phone calls? Anybody calling in yet? Okay, PJ's taking a phone call right now, so uh, we'll keep on going. Right, like I said before, Braves on a four-game losing tri- a losing streak. They lost last night to the two to one to the San Francisco Giants. They'll be playing tonight at seven ten against the Giants at Turner Field. So give us a call if you know what the original name was of the Atlanta Braves franchise. You'll win two free tickets to the Braves game tomorrow. Get on the bus and join the crew with Kevin Thomas going up to uh, Turner Field, and we got. A caller online. And once again, I'm Carl Demasi. Glad you could join me. Do you have the answer to the trivia question? Hey, Steve, Carl Demasi, how's it going? Hey, doing well. How are you? Doing good, sir. You uh, willing to take a trip up to the uh, ATL tomorrow if you give me the right answer? Absolutely. All right, so what do we got? The Atlanta Braves' original nickname. Was it the Red Sox, Red Stockings, or the Beaners? Red Stockings. Red Stockings, you are right, Steve. Uh, the Atlanta Braves started out in 1871 as the Boston Red Stockings. And then, of course, they went to the Boston Braves, then they moved out to Milwaukee, Milwaukee Braves, and then they came to Atlanta in 1966. Uh, Steve, you you a big Braves fan? Oh, are you sure I am? Yeah, I'm a Georgia boy. You're a Georgia boy. So tell us, uh, what do you think so far? I mean, we heard the pitching wasn't going to be any good this year, and the pitching's been probably the stronghold of that team this year. What do you think? I think I think they'll continue to be to do well, and the hitting will come around. They good start. I mean, above what we expected in pitching at this point, so we knew we were going to have a hiccup along the way. But uh, they'll, they'll, I think they'll, I think they'll continue strongly in the division. Well, you know, Freddie Garcia has done a great job with the pitching staff and the players. And, Steve, I'm glad you uh, called in to get those two free tickets. You'll have to meet at Dean Forest Road at the Old Food Buy in about 7.15, 7.30. You'll get on the bus. You'll head up to the ATL and uh, have a good time with Kevin Thomas, the host of our daily radio show, 3 and 8, out right here on ESPN Radio. All right. Sounds good. All right. You want to guess? Give your information, information to P.J. Zuko, and uh, hopefully you have a good trip and enjoy those two tickets to catch the Braves against the San Francisco Giants tomorrow at 135 Turner Field. Thank you so much, and I really enjoy your show. I appreciate it, Steve. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head AM 1400 at 104.3 FM. Well, I got about two minutes to wrap up the first first hour, and I know uh, we've had a couple of glitches, but you know what? I, I love what I do, and I love Savannah, Georgia. I love sports, and I got to send out send out a big kudos to uh, the Savannah Shamrocks for what they do and winning that award, the M A Spellman Award. I mean, you know, everybody thinks of as rugby players as you know they're they're they're, they're they're not cordial, they're, they're, they're rowdy, uh, they're just coming down here for the St. Paddy's Day party. But I'm telling you right now, a lot of these teams come down here and take it seriously. It's big time. 
It's big time rugby. It's a sport. It's a great sport. You have to get out there and watch it. It's 15 guys against 15 guys, or the women's teams now, 15 girls against 15 girls. And if you get over there to Davenport and watch this, you can feel the electricity. You can feel what's going on. It, it, it's something that's really special to get to Savannah, Georgia. They're playing up in North Carolina right now. They're playing in the uh, national tournament. If they win, they'll go on further. They're taking on uh, the Florida, team out of Florida, out of Gainesville, who was made it to the finals last year. Uh, they got their work cut at him. But I'm, I'm just a great story. Matt Midget, the, the uh, treasurer, Claxton boy, uh, was up in Atlanta, now moving, moved down here to jo uh, Savannah, Georgia four years ago, met his wife there, Julie Boggs, Julie Boggs Midget, who coaches the girls team. Uh, she no longer plays, but I'm telling you, they love rugby and they love being part of Savannah, Georgia. And you know what, the Savannah Shamrocks have put us on the map, and it's not just because of their St. Patty's Day tournament. And who would have thought back in 1978 that this would be such a big event every year? They get over 80 teams. I had a kid that played high school football for me in New York, and I was talking to him, and he says, yeah, I've been to Savannah all the time. I've been there for almost every St. Patty's Day. I said, what are you talking about? How come you didn't look me up? He goes, coach, I didn't know that's where you were, but you know, he went to the University of Buffalo, and Buffalo would bring down a college team every year. And, and they just love being part of the rugby tournament. And I mean, you gotta give, you know, you gotta give a big shout out to people who are involved in this. And I announced that there would be tickets at the door Monday night. I found out Stephen Weeks just texted me back. There will not be tickets. They're sold out. So I do apologize. That's Monday night, May 5th at the Savannah Civic Center, the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame banquet to induct the class of 2014. Jerry Stapleton, Billy Phillips, Stan Stewart, Ricky Huggins uh, are your inductees. The citation recipients, Joseph O'Loughlin, Chip Grayson, great guy. He loved the, the uh, greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. He was a big part of it. And then, of course, the 2014 Lawton M. Calhoun won the best... Uh, outstanding athlete in Chatham County, Brad Stewart, who also won the Airsley Deering Award, which we'll get on later on. Once again, you're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report. We got our number two coming up. We got a great lineup for the second hour. We got the Wellington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Richmond Hill standout track star Corey Jones. We got the Savannah Sandat young pitcher, 21 year old right handed Ricky Knapp, who won his first game. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Osborne Future. We'll be right back with our number two. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. If you want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the low country. Welcome to the Call of the Monster Sports Board presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. They're doctor-led and patient-focused right here on WSEG. And, of course, it's all now part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Hey, it's Saturday morning. It's, it's local uh, sports, and it's... 
May 3rd already. In the second hour, the second game from 10 until 11, we'll open up with high school sports, high school scores, college scores, pro scores. Then we'll go in to the Wetterington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week at 1017 with the Richmond Hill Standout Track Star. Just signed a scholarship. Track scholarship for Savannah State, and that's Corey Jones. Then at 10:31, 10:32, we'll come back with a young man who first won his first Major League Baseball game. 21-year-old right-handed starter for the Savannah Sandats, Ricky Knapp. Scoreboard: Atlanta Braves lose two to one, lost four in a row. Uh, they lost to the Giants. Uh, Angel Pagan greeted Braves left-handed Mike Miner back. First for a start, uh, making his debut with a leadoff home run, and then Michael Morse added another solo shot in the sixth inning. Those two home runs provided enough runs for Tim Linscombe to win his second game for the Giants. Okay, and then of course the Giants bullpen hold on. Then the Savannah Sandats first place. They won last night over the Rome Braves. The Nats sent, tonight. The Nats send Savannian right-handed pitcher John Michael Gant. He's two and one, three point oh. The Sandats play tonight at six oh five. The gates open up at 5 o'clock. There'll be fireworks after the, after the game. Once again, we got Savannian-born John Michael Gant on the mound for the Sandnets. They uh, beat Rome last night 2-1 to one in first place. They're 18-8. and eight. All right, let's go to the high school scoreboard. Now I'm rushing in. I want to get these high school kids some due. Baseball, baseball, baseball all over the place. And we had a lot of teams win two games. They don't have to play a third game today. Uh, we were re- well represented in the state playoffs yesterday. And we're victorious in a lot of these series, and there are two series going to a third game today. Let's start in the Class A Georgia High School State Association private school playoff. Savannah Christian knocks off Brookstone in the first game 9-1. Come back, they came back, the Red Raiders come back and win the second game 6-3. First Presbyterian beats Calvary Day School 9-3, but the Cavaliers come back and win the second game 13-3. So we'll have game three today at 1 o'clock at First Presbyterian. Cavaliers looking to stay in the state playoffs. In double A, the machine is rolling. Benedictine beats Lamar 10 nothing in the first game. Comes back and wins 7-2 in the second game. little payback for Lamar knocking him out the last two years in the football playoffs. But BC rolling on. Islands High School, Sweet 16. First they make the state playoffs for the first time. And then they knock off a number one seed, the Thompson Bulldogs. They travel up to outside Augusta. They win the first game 5-4. They held on in the last inning. They were up 5-1. Austin Leggett, though. Got the deal done, and then in the second game, Charlie Harrell, only a sophomore, pitches a complete game, one nothing shutout. Once again, it got a little scary there in the last inning. Loaded the bases with one out, then strikes out the next two batters for the win. Islands High School going on to the state, Sweet 16 and AAA baseball. In 4A, I got to find the score for you. South Effingham took on Chris County. Did not have a score as of 11 o'clock last night. Been running around today trying to, you know, get everything set up for the show today, so I'll find a score before we finish out. Uh, in 5A, Richmond Hill sweeps Northside Columbus 3-2-3-0. Effingham splits with Hardaway 6-4 in the first game. They win. The Rebels win the first game. Second game, they lose 13-1. They'll play today at noon in the if game. Soccer. Once again, soccer big time going on around here. Let's go to yesterday's action. Of course, we have to go to the uh, girls' action last night because... Mainly all the girls played last night. Savannah Arts Academy beats Waco, Washington County 10 nothing. Number one seed in 3A. They go into the Sweet 16. Islands High School. First playoff win for the Lady Sharks in soccer. They beat Dodge County 7 nothing. And then Savannah Country Day, uh, one of the perennial private A, uh, class uh, A private schools that is very good in soccer. They beat Lamar Christian 4 nothing. They're going to the quarterfinals. All right, in track. 
I got to give a shout out to these young ladies. They've won gold and one girl won the silver, but it's something that needs to be recognized. Savannah Christian sophomore, Summer Henley, who was also on the show last year as one of our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic athletes of the week. She won the Georgia High School State Association Class A high jump at five feet one inches. Second year in a row, she defended her title. Then Savannah Christian's Caitlin Helt won the state title in the 800 meter run in two minutes and 23 seconds. Savannah Christian's Maya Cooper took second in the 100-meter dash with a 12.29 uh, run. Not too bad for a high school uh, high school athlete to run the 100-meter dash in 12.29, and that's a lady. In double-A, once again, this girl is a track star. She's only a softball also, just like uh, Summer Henley from Savannah Christian. Taylor Deloach wins the long jump. At the class double A state track meet with a jump of 18.5. And according to Dennis Knight, the Savannah Morning News beat prep sports report writer, that's the fifth best in the United States this year. She's even jumped farther than that in her career. So, uh, way to go, Tell Deloach. Way to go, ladies, for uh, bringing home three goals and a silver from the state track meets. Now, the guys go next weekend. All right. We'll have guys' results next weekend. In tennis, South Effingham is 20 and 2. This is the guys' team. They beat Eagles Landing 4. One. They play Marist at 5 o'clock Monday in Macon in the semifinals. In Class AAA, Savannah Arts Academy beats Dodge County 5 nothing in girls. Savannah Arts Academy will play St. Pius next week in the semifinals. In Single A, the boys, Savannah Country Day beats Athens Academy 3-1. They're 18-3. The Hornets will play next Tuesday at a site to be determined to be determined against the winner of Holy Innocence, Mount Parian. Colleges. Armstrong Atlantic State is at Belmont Abbey. No, sorry. Armstrong Lake State is home against Belmont Abbey to wrap up the season. And then they got the Peach Belt Conference next week. Uh, Savannah State Softball is at South Carolina State. Savannah State Baseball is home today against Bethune-Cookman. They will be honoring their seniors. So it's senior day out there at Savannah State. PGA, Brian Harmon, I don't know if he made the cut. I know uh, he was at even par. The leader was at nine under. I'll check that out for you. Maybe Stephen Weeks will have some uh, update on that. Uh, Gene Sowers was in the Seniors Champions Tour. But uh, basically, uh, that's the scoreboard. There's so much going on, and I'm sorry I rushed through it. And I know I'm going 50 miles an hour here. You know, that's the New Yorker in me. But uh, just so much. Um, catch my uh, Facebook page, the Carl Demasi Sports Report. And Facebook page, I got all the scores up there, all the news I can put up there. KD Sports Report. Give me a tweet. Uh, we're on the Internet at ESPNCoastal.com. We're all over the place. Well, let's wrap this up. Remember, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. Remember, they're doctor-led but they're patient-focused. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optimhealth, that's O-P-T-I-M, optimhealth.com. Next up, we're going to get a little, uh, little. Uh, let's get our running shoes on. Let's get on a track with the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Richmond Hill standout track star, senior Corey Jones, who just signed a scholarship to stay home and run track and field at Savannah State. You're listening to the Call of the Monsey Sports Report, brought to you by Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head now, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. 
And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl Demasi, and I'm glad you joined me for the Carl Demasi Sports Report every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG. And it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And once again, this is probably, like I say every week, and I know I'm a broken record and I repeat myself a lot, but you know what? I just enjoy what I do and I do what I do. And this is the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week where we bring in an athlete, a local high school student. Now, let me, let me, let me tell you this. It doesn't have to be a high school student. It could be peewee leagues. It could be the youth leagues. It could be Salvation Army. It could be the Frank, Frank Cohen's Boys Club. It could be the Victor Jenkins Boys Club. It could be college. Just nominate somebody. Nominate somebody. Give me a call, 912-507-9158. Uh, Facebook me. Uh, message me on Facebook at, K Demo- at the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Uh, go to my blog, the Carl DeMasi Sports Report blog. Uh, KD Sports Report on Twitter. Social media, I mean, it's all over the place. But anyway, and let, let's honor the good kids. And, you know, I was talking to people about track and field, and, I, you know, the three girls just did a great job bringing them gold. But they said, you know what, you know, Corey Jones is something special over there at Richmond Hill. You know, he's one of the best cross-country runners in the state. He finished fourth in the state. He won his region. And he's one of the best track and field athletes. And, of course, what happens? Savannah State signs him to a scholarship. So, you know, you know, this is pretty, pretty neat. And, you know, the skinny on him this year so far, in track, in the 800 meter, he won the Region 3 uh, championship with a time of 1 minute and 57 seconds. He was fourth in the state cross-country championship back in the fall. He was the Savannah News Morning News cross-country runner of the year. I mean, and of course, you know, he just signed a, a scholarship to continue his track and field at Savannah State, which is locally, you're right here local, and he's staying close to home, and we can follow, follow him more. Joining us now in the ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Ed, AM 1400, 104.3 FM studio, is this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Richmond Hill senior track star, Corey Jones. Good morning, Corey. Good morning, Mr. Jamasi. How are you doing? Uh, you know, it's, it's a Saturday morning. I'm talking local sports and having a lot of fun doing it. And you know what's special is talking to guys like you, guys like you, <laughs> girls like you that are into athletics. And, you know, you, you're doing such, you know, so many great things on the track or in the classroom, getting a scholarship because, you know, to get a scholarship, you also have to have good grades. And, you know, I'm a coach. I'm a teacher. I've been doing this now for 32 years. Yes, I know, back in the day, good old ball coach. But, you know, the first thing I tell my athletes is you got a gift from God. You can run fast. You can throw a ball. You can catch a ball. You can shoot a ball. But you know what? The first thing the college coach is going to ask me, the coach, is how is his grades and what type of person you are. So, you know what? It's something special to get you guys in here. When, when I know there's something special about you that make these that makes these college coaches come in and see you. So, once again, congratulations. Scholarship to Savannah State. Thank you. It's pretty exciting, right? And yes, you, sir. You still got the track and field meet coming up next week. Yes, sir. State meet Thursday. Um, Thursday, I'm running the mile. Friday, I have prelims for the 800. And if I make it to the finals, I run on Saturday. They got enough events for you to cover? Uh, <laughs> I think so. I, I think so. Now, talk, talking about track and field. Okay, I mean, you know, you've, you've excelled, okay? You, you're one of the best in the area, best in the state. I mean, when did you start participating in track and field? What gets somebody like you, Corey Jones, just to run? Well, um, 
in seventh grade, I always thought I was a basketball player, you know. And um, <laughs> I went up for my school basketball team, and unfortunately, I didn't make it. And um, there was track still left in the season, so I decided to do that. Um, I started off in 400, and I just excelled at that. Um, did very well, and um, I loved the sport, so I kept going with it. You love the sport, okay? Now, you were the fourth best in cross country, and you won the region in the 800 meter, which is half a mile, right? Yes, sir. Twice around the track? Yes, sir. Okay. I mean, what do you like most about either event? I mean, because running, I mean, you're not running with a teammate, you're not talking to somebody. What do you like most about running cross country or participating in track? Um, cross country, what I liked about it, um, it wasn't all just about the running. Um, cross country, it was the diversity, the sociability of cross country. You could talk to people. Everybody was friendly. Um, now, with track, it's a little different. Um, track, you, um, it brings out a competitive spirit in me. It's, it's very exhilarating. Um, and then you get to meet people from other schools and stuff. It's very high competition. I just, I love it. It's competition. Yes, sir. It's one-on-one, but it's still there, there is still a form of uh, responsibility to the track team. Right? Yes, sir. So, I mean, that's part of it, too. Now, I mean, like you just said, 800 meters, 1,600 meters, cross-country. I mean, what else they got you doing uh, this week? What events did I miss? You got the 800, the 1,600. Um, that's about it. I did run the 4x4 four four, um, earlier in the season. We did make it to sectionals, but unfortunately, we didn't make it through. But I had a good season with my team. So, okay, so now you got two events, a half mile and a mile, as I would say, because meters and meters, you know, back yes, in sir. old school, they didn't teach us meters. They yeah. just taught us <laughs> inches, yards, and everything else. Yes, sir. Uh, which which event is your best? Which one do you like the most? Is it is it is it cross country? Is it track? Is it running short distance, long distance? What do you like the best? Um, I would say track um, is my favorite sport, my more favorite sport. Um, now, my favorite event in track would be probably the 800, but recently I've been doing very well in 1600. So um, I'm just going to see how it goes at the state meet, and then maybe, just maybe, I may choose 1600 as my best event. Well, you know, people don't understand now. Uh, you know, I was reading some of your times. 157 in in the half mile is not is not your best, is it? No, sir. You can run faster than that. I think last year you did it in the state meet 155 or 154. Um, actually, at the sectional meet, I ran 155. Um, at the state meet, I just barely missed um, the state title with 156.0. Wow. Now, you know, that's twice around the track. That's pretty quick, if you ask me. And then, you know, to run a mile, you know, I think your mile time, your best was like 424 or something like that? Um, it's 422 from sectionals last week. Wow. I mean, you know, we love people who run a sub four-minute four, four minute mile. Well, this kid's pretty <laughs> close. And, you know, he's still growing. He's still young. So, I mean, talk about that, okay? You're still young. You, you're throwing out these phenomenal times. What do you do to make yourself better? What's the routine to make Corey Jones a better track athlete? Um... I wouldn't really call it much of a routine. I would say it's more of a mindset. It's all it's all in your head, um, especially with cross country. Cross country, um, your mindset needs to be, oh, I can do this. I can keep pushing my limits. I can go further. Um, usually when you talk to somebody about cross country, you run 3.1 miles. They're like, 3.1 miles? Sheesh, I can't do that. <laughs> See, that's the mindset you don't want to have. You want that mindset, I can keep going. I can go faster than I usually go. Track is kind of the same way. Now, you know, like you said, I mean, perfect. Coach, I'm a coach. The mental part of sports is the biggest, I think, the biggest distraction to most, most athletes. Whatever sport you play, it's all in your mind. Your mind controls your body. Now, you know, at 3.1 miles versus the, uh, say, say the marathon, 26.2, okay? <laughs> is, is there also a wall in cross country and in, in running at that 3.1 mile, the miles, or is it just, just use your mind telling you you can't do it? Um, yeah, I feel like there's, um, Yes, sir. Um, 
you know, that wall where you, you, your body wants to stop yourself, your mind wants to stop you. Do you ever have problems with that in running across country meet? Um, no, sir. Thankfully, I haven't. Thankfully. <laughs> um, I hope it doesn't come anytime soon, but I've been doing very well in that. No walls whatsoever. No walls. Just go out there and do the best you can and beat the competition. Yes, sir. Right attitude. I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to Carl Demasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill and Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic after the week. We got the Richmond Hill track star, Corey Jones, and uh, he's going to state in a couple of days. Uh, he's just signed a scholarship with Savannah State. Now, you know, scholarship, uh, winning the gold. Were there any personal goals that you set before you came into the season? Yes, sir. Um, me and my coach, Coach Cyber, we had talked about it, and um, pretty much we laid down my goals and his goals for me this season. My goals this season were um, to run personal best in 800, 153, um, and also focus more on the mile because I have run miles um, other times, but not as much. So I wanted to focus more on it this year. And um, as you see, and I've been doing pretty well in that. Now his goals were for me were to be. Um, a good leader to the team, um, and also Wednesday and possibly both the 800 and the mile, which, which you have a shot at. Yes, sir. So you know, you know, the coach, the coach is always pushing you. You know, and people think, uh, well, athletes or you know, students think that teachers and coach want them to go past the point where they think they can't do it. But you know, we see that potential in you. And Coach Seibert's been doing a great job over there with the track and field team. Yes, now, sir. let's put everybody together. Let's say the Richmond Hill Wildcat cross country team slash track team. What goals did you guys set as a team? Um, for cross country, we set the goal. Coach won as many runners close to 17 minutes in the um, 5K. Um, we did pretty well. Um, I was um, sub-17. We had one runner, Tanner Hicks, who was 717, and then others that were around 18 minutes. But we did very well as a team. But, now, go ahead. Oh, um, for track, um, basically, Coach wanted to get as many runners um, to the sectionals as possible. Right now, we have five that have male sectionals, and he's hoping he can get as many of us um, on the podium this year. Well, you know, every coach wants the what's best for you guys, and you know, everybody thinks that the coach is doing it for himself. I can tell you, Coach Seibert is not doing it for himself. And you just, you know, when I went to interrupt you, and I do apologize, you just said you mentioned uh, Tyler Hicks, Tanner Hicks, Tanner Hicks is yes, one sir. of the other guys having a great, uh, who, who had a great cross country uh, season. Anybody else that you want to give some uh, shout out to that's having a great track season uh, that's going up to the sectionals? Oh, sorry, the the uh, state, meet. state meet with you. Yes, sir. Um, my fellow senior Michael Clark, he's a sprinter. He in the hundred and the two hundred, very fast guy. Runs a sub eleven hundred, which is really fast. Yeah, yeah. That's for the state for the Georgia. That's that's one of the top. If he can do under eleven, he's got a shot. Yes, sir. So, I, really, I really think he can do well in state. Anybody on the girls team? That, did they do anything? Yet? Like I know, uh, help me out, Amanda Elliott. She's uh, she, uh, how did man. she do at the states? I mean, she's been injured. Oh, okay. Yeah, she didn't. Um, she was injured about um a month or so ago. But we do have um one girl, Rachel Hansfar, who's doing very well. Um, as a matter of fact, Thursday she ran um ran the mile finals. She came in the eleventh, I believe. Okay. With a five twenty six, which is really good for a girl. And she's only a sophomore. Only a sophomore. So you know, she's got more room to grow too. Now, we got cross country three point one miles. You got. The track side of it, where you go half a mile and a mile. Which one do you like better? <laughs> um, I would say the 800 because it's um, it's a combination of both speed and endurance, and um, that's one of the toughest races, and the tougher the better for me. Yeah, and you got to do it quicker too. Yes, sir. So. <laughs> now, you part do you participate in any other extracurricular sports or uh, anything related to sports at school? As a matter of fact, I do. Um, I'm in this um 
club called the Young Democrats at my at Richmond Hill, and um, we're a very small group. Um, we basically discuss all polit- recent political events and um, just find um, ideas that would be good to solve them. Well, he's getting into the political scene, and uh, you know he's <laughs> going to be at Savannah State. It could be a little uh, little political science over there. I mean, but uh, you know, as far as your high school career and Richmond Hill. What is, what is high school sports and what has Richmond Hill meant to Corey Jones? You've been here two years. You came from Texas. New school. You're the new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. You come in your junior. What has Richmond Hill High School and, uh, and uh, the school meant to you? Well, um, one thing I've learned um, when I first moved here is not to <laughs> underestimate the school you go to. Um, I came from Texas. We're a little more modern and stuff. When I first, <laughs> when, um, when I first moved here, um, we pulled into the school about to register me, and I saw um, it was this old school, had portables and stuff. And I'm like, Mom, I, I don't want to go here. And um, and um, I remember I found Coach Cyber for the first time and asked him what his 800 school record was. I'm like, it's probably going to be something pretty slow, like two, like some some I could beat. And um, he's like, um, I think it's 151. Yeah, Shaquille Walker. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> 151 ran here. Um. And um, just taught taught me not to underestimate um, the looks of something. Yeah, you know, you can't judge the book by its cover. Right? Exactly. You've heard that plenty of time. I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, part of the Carl Demasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We're here with with uh, Corey Jones. You just said Walker. I mean, uh, he was a standout track star from there, too. So, uh, But um, he's done a great job. Just signed a scholarship with um, Savannah State. Uh, he's going into the state meet next weekend. Region, he ran a 157 uh, half mile or 800 meters. Uh, wants to break uh, the record there, so he's looking to do that. As far as your future goes, you've already got now Savannah State, you signed. What's your future? What's your future look like, Corey? Well, like any other um, college athlete, maybe I want to try to go further in my sport. Um, hopefully go to the Olympics or World Championship for track. And, um, you know, um, I know it's um, kind of far-fetched, but um, hopefully I can get to that point. Um, and if not, I'm trying to major in computer science at Savannah State, and um, after that, possibly going to the military, either the Air Force or the Navy. Well, I think uh, you got a strong mind, strong willed. If you can uh, run all these uh, running events, uh, I don't think uh, you know anything is going to stop you. Once again, congratulations, signing the scholarship. Good luck next weekend up there, state meet. Bring home, bring home some gold, and uh, I guess uh, just stay strong. And I think you'll do a good job. Thank you, sir. And uh, this is the plaque that's given by Dr. Bart Weatherington. This week's Weatherington Chiropractic Athlete of the Week for May 3rd, 2014, is Corey Jones from Richmond Hill High School Track. Keep the great work, and uh, once again, it's a pleasure. All right, thank you, sir. And just stay right here, and we'll finish up this segment. Remember, this segment is sponsored by Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room, if you can. Well, at the Weatherington (laughs) Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and, of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Well, next up, we'll talk with a, I guess, rising pitching star from the Savannah Sandats, 21-year-old right-hander Ricky Knapp, won his first professional baseball game last Wednesday for the Savannah Sandats. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Board, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back. 
back to the Carl DeBossi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMossi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMossi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Uh, great kid. We just had Corey Jones, uh, the track star out of Richmond Hill High School. The state boys track meet is next weekend, and uh, hopefully he'll bring them a gold medal like we had those three Savannah Christian, uh, sorry, yeah, three Savannah Christian girls, and of course uh, St. Vincent's girls, Taylor Deloach, Summer Henley, Caitlin Height, and Maya Cooper all bringing home gold medals. Gotta say big congratulations, and I guess this is something special. Uh, we have Savannah, the Savannah Sandats right here in Savannah, Georgia, it's the only professional baseball team, our only professional sport here in Savannah, Georgia. And I follow the Sand Nats because I'm a purist. I love baseball. And that stadium, you know, to me, it's unique. It's it's a baseball purist's dream that it's still standing since 1926 and redone in 1941 because of a fire. I mean, it, it's just something special. I know it's old and, you know, things need to be repaired or replaced or, you know, uh, renovated. But you know what? It's our home. It's something special. And the Sand Nats play there. And this young man now is towing the rubber now for the Savannah Sandnats uh, uh, came out of high school. He was drafted by the Detroit Tigers in the 44th round, decided to go to college, played at Florida Gulf Coast, and was taken last year by the New York Mets. You know, in his junior season at Florida Gulf Coast, he was 9 and 3, 2.10 ERA. I mean, just a standout uh, player. Uh, he's, you know, he's grown. Well, he got his first win Wednesday night when the Savannah Sandnats beat the Delmarva Shorebirds. one nothing. He went 7-1 and one during his first win as a net and his first as a professional. I mean, just a great job. Uh, a lot of good things about him. He threw 70% of his pitches for strikes. And uh, once again, I'm glad he could join me. Sandats had a big win last night over the Rome Braves. He wasn't on the rubber, though. But he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline. And that's Savannah Sandat, right-handed pitcher, getting his first win, Ricky Knapp. Good morning, Ricky. Hey, I'm doing good. Hey, I'm glad it's uh, Saturday morning. You could join us, and uh, you're part of the Savannah community. So tell us, I mean, you drafted right out of high school, and uh, you decided to go to college. Did you ever expect uh, to be where you were at the other night and getting your first win, getting your first victory? Uh, I mean, it was, uh, it was, you know, it's kind of uh, weird. Out of high school, I was drafted out of, with the team that my dad was currently working for. He was the uh, big league pitching coach with the Tigers at the time. That they took me in the 44th round, so it wasn't necessarily a uh, a courtesy pick. But I've kind of been hearing, you know, oh, well, he's only done this because of his dad, or so for uh, for a couple of years. So I mean, it was it was really cool to see. Uh, after I went to uh, Florida Gulf Coast, I had a great experience there for three years. That uh, you know, he doesn't really have any affiliation here with the Mets. So by uh, by being drafted, I really felt good, like I had uh, done something under my own my own merit that no one can really take for me. And then, I mean, last year I had uh, Brooklyn, New York, which is where our uh, class, uh, short season is. And, I mean, that was good. And I had, they, uh, they obviously didn't, uh, they went less than stellar. So last night it's, uh, or the last time I pitched, I mean, I was able to get a win. It felt, uh, it felt really Hey, Ricky, your, your phone's breaking up. Ricky, are you there? 
Well, that was Ricky Knapp, and hopefully PJ could try and get him back on the phone line for us. Uh, he won his first Major League game last Wednesday. Like you said, his father was the pitching coach for the uh, Detroit Tigers, and uh, he went on to college. You know, being part of this whole scene, I mean, tell you right now, for a high school player to be drafted is pretty special, and uh, you got to be in the right spot in the right right position. And Ricky got drafted out of high school. He was 44th round pick for the Detroit Tigers and a 44th round pick you know is deep down in the draft and uh, you got you got you got to make up you got to make the right decision and he chose to go to college and he went to the Florida Gulf Coast uh, he went to Florida Gulf Coast and uh, did a great had a great career there and now the Mets drafted him and we're talking to him Ricky you back Yeah sorry I uh, I got the minor league uh, phone service here so I can only afford the cheap stuff so I'll sometimes <laughs> drop yeah, that, that's another myth. Everybody thinks when you sign a baseball contract, you're getting big money, right? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's something they leave out of the fine print. You know, you got to make it to the show before they start paying you good. <laughs> Tell us hey, about uh, playing at Brooklyn and then coming on down here in Savannah. What, what's the difference of playing in uh, rookie league versus coming down here and playing the uh, single A classification? Well, I mean, besides uh, besides the fact that uh, after spring training, it's the uh, it's. There's either you either break for a club or you go to extended spring training, which is basically just two and a half more months of spring training. Which, I mean, it's it's mostly for uh, the younger guys or guys that didn't necessarily have a good spring and didn't make a team. But uh, those are the guys that end up in in Brooklyn. But as far as like from a from a uh, level standpoint, I, I wouldn't say that there's too too much of a difference, just because a lot of uh, there's just it's, it's it's more like a mature of a maturing process. You know, guys, guys at this level make make a pitch, you know, within a pitch or two, an adjustment. You know, our hitters make an adjustment in a pitch or two. Whereas, you know, sometimes you can get away with some stuff at a at a rookie league level or at a short season level where uh, where guys are coming in off a long season. You know, a lot of those guys, at least uh, our team, our team here at Savannah is comprised of a lot of guys that were in Brooklyn last year because we had a lot of college draft college draftees. So. The short season level is where a lot of uh, first time you know pro players are going out of college, and so uh, it's it's just one of those things. It's kind of like a learning curve. A lot, some guys haven't hit with wood you know in a while, and so I think that after once you get past the uh, past the short season ball into full season ball, which is what Savannah is in the in the in the low A, it's it's just you know guys are. Guys are more accustomed to, to everything that's going on. You know, it's not it's not new. They're not new to uh, you know having to come to the yard every day to play. I mean, even in college, you only play really, you know, at the most five games a week if you have two midweek games and then you play a weekend series. Right. You know, other than that, you're you're going to play a weekend where you have three games and then you're going <laughs> to and then you're going to practice for four days, five days. Right, so it, it takes the development of uh, developing the arm, developing the uh, going from the aluminum bat to the wood bat. I mean, it, it makes a big difference. Now, I mean, your third start, you finally get your uh, first win. How did it, how did that feel? I mean, you went seven seven point seven and third innings, okay, seven innings and one in. out, shut in shut out innings. Uh, tell tell us what was going through your mind, uh, you know, right there on the verge of getting your first win. <laughs> Sorry, Carl. I can, I'm like I hear like. Yeah, I heard something about a shutout. So, oh, 
Yeah, I know. The reception sometimes, you know, we got to play with it, okay? First win, you, you pitched seven and third innings. You got a one nothing lead. Uh, tell us what was going through your mind because this was your first victory as a professional baseball player because it looks like in Brooklyn you didn't, you didn't get a win in Brooklyn. So uh, tell us what, what was going through your mind. Bad connection again? Okay, not a good connection with Ricky Knapp. Uh, once again, he's 21 years old. He's uh, pitching for the Savannah Sand Nats. Last year he was in Brooklyn. Uh, this year he's with Savannah, and uh, hopefully we could uh, get something going with him, but we're losing it. Uh, once again, he won. He got the victory in a one-up victory for the uh, Savannah Sand Nats over the Delmarva Shorebirds on Wednesday. And uh, once again, you know, it's live radio, so sometimes the connections isn't that good. But um, we got to go to break right now, and uh, hopefully we can get Ricky back on uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks and uh, finish out the interview with him. I do apologize. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. We'll be right back, and stay tuned because the phone lines are open. we got more tickets to the Atlanta Braves-San Francisco Giants game tomorrow. You want to win them? Just listen and give us a call in. We'll be right back. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> called Demosini and put me in coach PJ I mean coach PJ it's been one of those uh, fun two hours you and I have been working this together and I just found out we have four more tickets to give away to tomorrow's San Francisco Giant Atlanta Braves game 135 pitch up in the ATL at Turner Field just get on the bus at 730 over there on Dean Forest Road and the trivia question I'm going to go with we don't have much time so you got to call and quit Quick, who is the first Atlanta Brave or the first Brave ever to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? Was it Cy Young, Babe Ruth, or Roger Hornsby? Who was the first Brave inducted into the Hall of Fame? George Herman, Babe Ruth, Cy Young, or Roger Hornsby? Give us a call at 920-4441 right now, 920-4441, and you can get four tickets to go watch the Braves against the Giants. Get on the bus. They'll take you up there. You'll have a good time. First pitch is 135. PJ, how's it going down there in Brunswick? Uh, it's going great. Just waiting for a caller to win these, uh, win these tickets for tomorrow's game. It, it'll be a great time if you can find some time to do it. Definitely uh, more room on this Savannah Moss Tours. Uh, Spanish Moss Tours, that's my fault. Um <laughs> a charter bus that's headed up there tomorrow morning. Uh, definitely going to be a great time playing the Giants. Hopefully going to get a win tomorrow. So it's going good just waiting on a call uh, for, for this trivia question. Well, we got to hope Julio Terran gets a win tonight. They've lost four straight, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they got to get back on the roll. And it's, you know, it, it's tough when you hold a team. It, it, it's tough when we're talking about a loss last night when you held the other team to two runs. Uh, we we got to find a way to get some, some more bat um, in the lineup and and get some more bat in in the game and uh, get some more runs get some get some support for the other for the pitchers. I mean the the Marlins series last uh, the last couple of days yeah they they hit us hard but I'm telling you right now the pitchers fans been shut out and if you want to see the Braves we have.
have four tickets right now to the Braves game tomorrow against the San Francisco San Francisco 49ers. We're not football. San Francisco Giants. And uh, once again, a trivia question. Who was the first Brave inducted into the Hall of Fame? George Herman Babe Ruth? Cy Young or Roger Hornsby? Just give us a call, 920-4441. Give us a call, and you got four tickets to the Braves games. you just got to jump on the bus with us, Spanish Morse Tours, and it'll be a lot of fun. Well, uh, PJ, a lot of scuttlebutt in the news uh, with uh, the, the, the Clippers and so on and so forth. I mean, how come we have to live and thrive on negative, negative topics? Can you tell me that, PJ? Yeah, wow, that that was a, a huge news story over this past week, and um, uh, I'm I'm happy. I don't know. Um, I'm happy with the what uh, Adam Silver did with his first major decision. Um, I, I definitely approve of it. Uh, and you know th- that's what the media, the main media, thrives on is is negative stories and whatnot, and that's kind of all you hear. Um, luckily, we have these things like Thirty for Thirties on ESPN uh, that are working out, get, telling positive stories also, and uh, get, giving you some perspective that you may have not known before. So that's a good thing that they're getting more of that out there. But um, like like we always say, that's what we like to do here on this station, and uh, that's what we're going to continue doing. We do have a caller, so I'm going to uh, stop my soapbox so I can pick that up. Go right ahead, sir. Like like PJ said, we've have a lot of good things going on here in Savannah, Georgia. We got the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame banquet coming up Monday night. We got the four inductees, the class of two four, 2014 going in. Jerry Templeton, Billy Phillips, Sam Stewart, Ricky Huggins. Uh, I mean, these are good stories. We have the citation recipients, Joseph O'Loughlin and John Chip Grayson. Chip Grayson doing a great job uh, being part of the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall, Hall of Fame board of uh, directors. Then the Lawton Calhoun Award. We got the most outstanding uh, outstanding athlete and Brad Stewart who won the 61st annual Ashley Deering Award uh, goes to the uh, prep athlete who stars in football basketball and spring sport and he does a great job and that's baseball for Brad Stewart and of course the Savannah Shamrocks bringing in a lot of people to the uh, local Savannah Shamrocks St. Patty's Day tournament and giving back to the community so uh, the caller uh, no longer there PJ always a great job I hope you had a lot of fun last night in the charity basketball game Oh yeah, tons of fun. Uh, I didn't uh last year I got two threes to go down. This year I attempted two threes. One was halfway down, one I just missed, but uh one was halfway down. I did have a sweet no look pass to former Harlem Globetrotter Ty Randolph and he actually gave me a high five and said great pass afterwards. So uh, I'm pretty happy and proud that I got some kudos from a former Harlem Globetrotter. <laughs> well, it's a lot of fun. I know those those three guys on three and out give you a lot of ribbing, but uh once again you do a great job. Keep it great work uh you're doing your uh kids show right every saturday morning down in brunswick oh yeah junior sports center 9 to 9 30 so if you're down here in coastal georgia at any point in time on a saturday morning we have a lot of fun we talk a lot of sports uh for 30 minutes and uh, it, it's a good time it's a really good time and it, it's great to get their perspective so yeah every saturday morning 9 to 9 30 all right, PJ, it's uh, time to get out of here. Uh, the two hours always flies by, and as always, it was a lot of fun. And once again, PJ, always thank you. Uh, I always got to thank you for doing a great job. Keep in mind, following the show right here on ESPN Savannah, Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll go to national broadcasting. And remember, every Saturday morning from 9 until 11, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, Hilton Head, you can listen to your source for Savannah area sports, the Call of the Massey Sports Report. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and whatever you may be doing, always, always hit it out of the park. Until next weekend. Have a great week. See ya. Enjoy the weekend.
This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, and 1400 and FM 104.3.